Summer's almost over, but at Old Navy, the styles are as hot as ever. Get to Old Navy now for 30% off all jeans, 40% off all dresses, and 50% off all tees. That's right, get 30, 40, and 50% off all your favorite styles for the whole family, plus up to 75% off clearance. Hurry in fast. These deals won't last. The sale ends soon at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid in-store 822 to 828 and online 822 to 824. Excludes in-store clearance, bubbles, active, licensed, and men's package tees. I know, you know, we know why. I know, you know, we know why. You feeling my baseline, feeling my, feeling my baseline. You feeling my baseline, you feeling, you feeling my baseline. Happy Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday, right? Happy Tuesday and welcome in to Thought Live. You are watching That Being Said with George and Sammy and special guest JC. What's going on? Episode 456. Claude is what I like to call him. Sports on tap. (laughs) Thought Sports. We're here. Episode 456. This is big time. I'm Sammy Georgeur. And I'm George Georgeur. We're coming at you live and direct from the Sound Life Studios in sunny Ever Washington. Thank you for tuning in today, whether it be on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube.com slash Sports. This episode is brought to you by SantShop.com. Sammy, a quick question for you. What is this? This is Sports Radio. Redefined and welcome in. John Club. <laughs> What's Gene. going on, fellas? Good to see you. I like to call him Gene. What's up, man? How you doing? Good. All right, we're talking some shit today. We're talking some Lakers talking some Odell so we haven't talked me and George haven't talked Lakers for like a week which is shocking but we've been trying to get into football we're gonna get a lot of LeBron Lakers talk this year but you haven't talked about uh you haven't talked about the Lakers with us since right. LeBron and then we're gonna talk Odell new contract we're gonna talk some probably the uh Chargers division just because gonna talk some Chargers before right. the season starts and uh we're each gonna give our brief final four predictions just for fun Mine could be completely off because I don't know for sure if this is really my Final Four prediction for college football, but it's my brief. You're Y'all not, ready? You're not too early Final Four prediction. <laughs> yeah, not too early. Uh, Odell. Let's talk about Odell. Five uh, years, $95 million. Quick thoughts. What do you guys – let's just start off. Well, so, I mean, I kind of gave my brief thoughts uh, yesterday as the news broke on the show. Uh, but I'm, I think you all know where my thoughts were. I've kind of changed my mind on Odell a lot. I respect it. They came into camp, like Sammy said, and I'm glad they got the contract. I'm actually interested to see what uh, John Claude has to say about it. Um, actually, I'm happy Odell got the contract, and I think it's a good move for Giants. Like I know it's a pretty expensive deal, but I think it's going to pay off for them. You know, and you want your star player happy, so I think it's I think it's a good move. Yeah, I what I like. And by the way, if you're more comfortable, you can lean back if you want okay, with that. Yeah. Whatever's more comfortable for you. And so uh, with. Odell, what I said is everyone said he was immature. He's kind of like, you know, he's not the kind of guy you want to pay because he was doing all this shit. But then, unlike most players who don't show up, he decided, I'm going to show up to spring trainings. Uh, I'll say spring training like baseball. but mini, like this Mini camps. Mini camps in the yeah. spring, right? in the summer mini camps, whatever they are. OTAs and training camp where you got a bunch of players every single year just don't show up when they want their money. And he was like, hey, I'm here to ball regardless if I get my money or not. But I'm, I want my money, but I'll show you why Like I'm a good player to have on this team. And then my biggest thing with this contract, a lot of people are saying it's too much money, right? And it is a lot of money, but that's how the market works in the NFL. I mean, the next guy, Antonio Brown, might get more than him the next time, or Julio Jones, because right. that's how it works with quarterbacks, with the running backs. Gurley just got the biggest contract, and Odell was just the next man up. And for me, I have a theory. So, like, 
usually I don't like paying these receivers that much. But with Odell, I think it's really cool because he's well, he's got four four years, and there's like a fifth restricted free agent or unrestricted free agent thing. Sixty um, million guaranteed out of a ninety. Yeah, yeah, and those are pretty much the three years first that are guaranteed, and the rest would be like incentive based or right. something like that. Um, but he, they're gonna have him for at least the next three to five years, right? Saquon Barkley is going to be on a cheap contract for the next three, four years, right? Yeah. And then if Eli doesn't work out, Eli's done after next year on his contract, then you can also have a young quarterback. But there's two good options here. You're either going to be you're either going to have Eli with a top five receiver and probably a top five running back and a good old line. Or if Eli doesn't work out, you're going to get a young quarterback who's going to be on a cheap contract. So you'll still be able to pay Odell, no problem, and pay your quarterback a cheap contract. And you'll have a top five receiver still, a top five running back for a new quarterback that's a youngin. And so for either situation, you're setting up either Eli to be better or you're setting up uh, a young quarterback that comes in the next year or two to be better. So I feel like either way, even if it's a little being overpaid, it's going to help the offense in general in, yeah. in total. Yeah, I agree with that too. And like, I feel like also as a team for the Giants, now Odell can go into this season and not have to worry about his money, so he can just put it all on the line, you know, and not have to worry about getting hurt. Yeah, and then and also there's no distractions at that point either. Right, exactly. Know, which is important for a team that, you know, looks like they're poised to make I mean, a lot of people have them last year they finished so bad, but a lot of people have them actually taking a step up this year. And I'm one of those people, Sammy's one of those people where we actually think the New York Giants could, you know, make a run at the playoffs in the division even. I mean Philadelphia uh, we don't know when Carson Wentz is going to be completely healthy. Right. Um, there's a lot of noise coming out of Philadelphia. You know how I feel about noise. <laughs> Michael Bennett signed there. You know how no, we feel about that. Exactly. It's going to be a lot of noise. But, but, but I mean, Philadelphia is still the most talented team in that division. But the thing I really want to harp on here is showing up to training camp and mini camps. Where's Earl Thomas right now? What, what's he doing? Where's Le'Veon Bell other than at the strip club in Miami making it rain? Like, what? Why? Why don't people follow the playbook of Odell Beckham, where it's like, yeah, I love football. I'm gonna go play football. These other guys are holding out. Khalil Mack, he's nowhere to be seen. And and the problem, especially for me, right? Like, especially, especially with the Earl Thomas and Le'Veon Bell guys, they've had decent contracts before. Right. So we're talking about Odell is, is coming out here, who was not getting paid that much. Yeah, a lot for the common American, but not for an NFL player. No, and no he way. was risking himself. Like he could have got hurt in preseason or in, in training camp, but he's like, I'm here to play. Like I respect. He's the- coming off an injury too. Exactly. Yeah. I was just and, about to say. And that. he's respecting the contract that he already has, and he's like, I'm gonna show up, but I'd like to be extended. While Earl Thomas. Two years ago, got one of the richest extensions for safety in the NFL. Le'Veon Bell. Sorry, the richest extension. The richest, yeah. And Le'Veon Bell, I'm not sure what his contract was, but this was not his rookie contract he's on. So I just don't understand. You've already been paid and respected by this organization. I know you want more money, but like, I'm not going to not show up to my job because I want more money. Like, I feel like that's more of a reason to not get more money. Right, (laughs) exactly. And I think with Earl Thomas, I definitely think he's trying to get traded. Yeah, you know, I think I, so too. I don't think he wants to be on the Seahawks and good riddance. No, I completely agree with you. You feel how we feel, right? Like, if you yeah. don't want to be here, just, just go. leave. Yeah, because I think the Seahawks are going to be fine. Exactly. We don't need Earl Thomas, anyways. Yeah. So I, that's where I feel like if, you, if, if you're going to complain about the money too much, just go. Yeah. But with Odell, let, let's, get back to, uh, let's get back to Odell for a second. Is do you think, because for me, I don't think receivers, you know, you know how we both feel about receivers. Like, 
they make a difference, obviously, but I just don't see them as a complete like game. Ch- like if you have a bad quarterback, you have a bad quarterback. And well, so question really for up. you: um, Put Odell healthy on that own sixteen Browns team. I think they get maybe two wins. I, I think I, zero. I, I think they end up with zero wins wow. still. But because who's throwing it to him? But Eli, the difference with Eli is he's not bad when he has decent receivers, and we've right. seen that. But but okay. the NFL is changing a little bit. And I think I, you know me. I've never been a guy who's like, yeah, pay the receivers, but. The NFL's changing a little bit, especially with the new rules and the emphasis on no leading with the head. I think some some of these guys are going to actually result in a first extra first down a game, maybe two extra first round downs a game, because either one a they're pe- they're going to call extra penalties and get an automatic first down, or b the defense is not going to be as aggressive and it's going to allow the receiver to have more room to make plays. So maybe the maybe the wide receiver. I mean, we saw Brandon Cooks got paid a whole lot of money, sixteen million. He's yeah, like the fifth saw, highest. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Stephon Diggs got paid a whole lot yeah, of money. Like Mike Evans as well. Mike Evans got paid a whole million lot also, of I think. money. Maybe the receiver is becoming more valuable due to the change in rules. That's how I'm feeling. No, I like that. I like that theory, and I think the NFL, yeah. you know, they're gonna have to fix that problem. But it's definitely gonna result in more points. Like yeah, you were just saying. And that's where with all these, I think a lot of those like helmet to helmet calls will be fixed. Like what they've been calling the preseason, the rough and the passers. They've been calling it more in preseason. Yeah, right? just to like kind of gauge. Yeah, but. When you got a guy as athletic as OBJ, and when these uh, corners are thinking about all these penalties, there's definitely going to be more pass interferences that come along. And just when you get blown by in the NFL, if he's going to start, if he's back to healthy and he starts getting by people, they're going to start pulling his jersey. It can lead to just first downs in ways that don't show up in the stat book, like you're saying. Just like, okay, he's caused three pass interferences this game because he's so quick or he's so shifty. And that's also really important. And I think. Just in general, for Eli to get better this year and for Saquon Barkley to have a good season, you need a little bit of a balance in the offense. Yeah, absolutely. I got a question for both of you, though, and I just thought of this right now, so sorry to put you on the spot. Who's the king in New York? I mean, let's go, let's go through the sports. You got the Knicks. Porzingis. King is Porzingis. The, the Yankees got Aaron Judge, and the Giants got Odell Beckham Jr. as the face of that franchise. Who's the king of New York? Let me just start with something. I think we have I, – I, this is me, but like I feel like – you. Now, I know Jeter was the king of New York, but now I can't be a baseball player. Okay, that's fair. Like, like Mike Trout might be the best baseball player of all no, time, I think and he's not the king of but LA. No, but you know yeah, what? If the, if the Yankees <laughs> win the World true. Series this year and Aaron Judge has a big World Series, are you telling me he's not the king in New York? See, I, I agree with George That's there. different. That's like... Well, uh, he's not right now, but who is it? See, but okay, are we talking like... Who's the king when the, they win, or just like in general, who's maybe the most important piece in New York sports? No, no, who's the king? Like if if the if the Yankees win the World Series and Judge is great, he's the king in New York, right? But they haven't won the World Series, so that's not that's not a thing right now. See, but even if Mike Trout went and won the World Series in L.A., LeBron would still be the king of L.A. Right, absolutely. But if Mike Trout won the championship in New York, New York is a different city than L.A. Yeah, New York, New York is a Damn. baseball town. No, that's true. That's so, true. I think it's Porzingis. You know why? Because well, I think if there's one player that New Yorkers have to choose to stay on that on their selective team, baseball, they could live without Judge. They have Stanton. You can always replace hitters in baseball. I think the Giants, as much as they love OBJ and as great as he is, mm-hmm. re- receivers are somewhat replaceable, right? Porzingis, we're talking about a 7-3 basketball player who, who shoots threes, is athletic, and can score. And he might be able to change the course of Nick's basketball, which... 
hasn't happened in a long time. We've seen World Series for the Yankees. We've seen World, we've seen Super Bowls for the Giants. I think basketball is the hardest sport um, to really find that guy because in other sports it's more of a team sport. So I think Porzingis is a king in New York. right now. I mean, yes. even he well, he's hurt this year. He hasn't even made the playoffs yeah. once. Uh, I also got to go younger. Porzingis as well. You um, go Porzingis? Yeah. Um, like Sammy said, receivers are a little bit more replaceable, and Odell was on the block this summer. So that's true. I just kind of feel like and then people didn't freak out that much, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if the offer in return was going to be pro- proper, no one would have minded. So I would go Porzingis as well. You know what? I'm going to agree with both of you. Like, I, he was I, trying I, to refute it. No, no. I, I don't know. I'm just going to – I have to agree with you because I, I think if you ask New Yorkers one by one, hey, Odell's gone. Like, well, we got a quarterback. We've won with Eli Manning before. I don't really – we like Odell, but we're not attached to the hip. Aaron, Aaron Judge could be the king in New York. I, I'm, it was to me between Aaron Judge and – but let's see what Judge does in the playoffs. If Aaron Judge has a huge playoffs this season – and they even get to the World Series, he's the king of New York. But I, I think if I you feel add- like that'd still be a short-term king of New York. Like the long-term, I feel like it's all. I feel like it's the NBA player right now, just because outside of like let's say Boston, where you have Tom Brady, like and maybe Seattle. We don't have a basketball team, so Russell right. Wilson's the king of Seattle. But like, it's for Porzingis is also what early twenties. He's gonna have like 23, a three. Just turned. Yes, yeah, so he has like a fifteen-year run, possibly still right. in New York. And basketball really is the hardest sport to find that guy because baseball they just traded for Stanton like it's nobody's business right, this year. That's why. Like, I th- that's why I think just it grabbed is too. him. Right. So you're saying, let's say you're at a restaurant, right? And there's one table left. Porzingis walks in. Uh, Beckham walks in, and, uh, and Judge walks in. I think that's going with Beckham. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, he's more fun. OBJ. That's more fun. Yeah, he's getting no, the last no, 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 table. No, who's the restaurant giving the table to? Oh. Like, who's the restaurant giving a favor to? Uh, probably OBJ. OBJ. Okay, I mean he's a king in New York. Depends what <laughs> restaurant. But you, you know who's you know who's actually at, maybe at, the restaurant Porzingis the club yeah. OBJ. Uh, you, <laughs> yeah, you, you know who's actually giving the table out of uh, Eli Manning would walk in and got the, that's the true. table. Eli's <laughs> that's true. That is true. Just because he has two Super Bowl rings, but yeah, I know. I just thought it was an interesting like thought. Like I was like, man, New York has like three guys that are pretty well liked. Why are we not like, talking about Stanton though? Because no one gives a, they, they don't like Stanton in New York yet. Don't they don't think, like him don't yet think. because he hasn't gotten him a 50 home run year. But when he yeah, does, have you seen his stats this year? He's still popping the ball a little bit. He can't striking out more Look, than uh, he, Mike Zanino, I think. Listen, I don't, I don't <laughs> mind strikeouts in baseball if you're going to give me. Give, he's batting 277. I don't know how many home runs, though. But, like, uh, it's already good enough for me. 277, 32 home runs. Stanton okay. is 277, 32 home runs. Mm-hmm. And they're com- bitching about him. I'll take it. <laughs> hey, that's true. That that I think is just what comes with playing on Yankees, honestly. Yeah, yeah and, uh, and making that much money. Judge is 285, 26 home runs. So he's 10 batting average points less, 10 home runs less. Okay. Or 10 he's, more. He's been hurt, but yeah. But and still, he, I mean, like, I, we're I, living. Dane says if Porzingis is the king of New York, then Blake Bortles is the king of Florida. That's not even close. But no, but who's the king of, I, mean, I guess, Jalen Ramsey? But Jackson only has one team, and I guess the quarterback is the most famous And guy. Florida also has a lot of sports. Yeah, they so. do. No, he said he's the, Blake Bortles the king of Florida. Oh, of Florida. Oh, I thought he said Jackson. That doesn't even count. You can't. Yeah, yeah. Jacksonville no, no, no. no. He teams. said the king of Jacksonville. He did. He, he corrected it. Uh, yeah, oh, he, is, he might be. <laughs> Blake Bortles. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey or Blake Bortles, only two options. There's not many Man, options in Jacksonville. Yeah. There's no other sports. Maybe maybe Leonard Fournette soon, but so, yeah. Yeah. there's no other options. I mean, I yeah. think Tim Tebow probably still. Is. <laughs> <laughs> That's Gainesville. 
It doesn't matter. I mean, that's Florida country. Yeah, but he corrected Florida to Jacksonville. Yeah, so. but University of Florida, a lot of Jacksonville residents went to University of Florida. Tim a lot, Tebow's of, a lot of Bellevue people went to UW. Yeah, exactly. The king of UW, if you're in Bellevue. You could yeah. be. <laughs> okay, well, that's true. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just saying you okay. could be. Well, I think that Blake Bortles thing is unrelated, and Blake Bortles might be the king of Jacksonville. But I, I'm going to stick with Porzingis on my answer. Yeah, I'm going to so, stick with Porzingis. I, I'm well. going to go with Porzingis as well. But I think Judge could become it if they have a big playoff. And he maybe Stanton too could if, they have a big, if he has a big playoff. Yeah, it's going to be hard with baseball players, I feel like. Now. Just nowadays. I, I don't know if this is like a forever thing. It's going to last like this. But, like, it's going to be hard. Derek Jeter is one of the last baseball players that I feel like was the king of any city. Like, name another guy that was. Barry Bonds. Yeah, in San Francisco. So there was nobody who else. Did they have any? Who was the quarterback for the Niners at that time? I mean, I mean, right now the king of San Francisco, Steph Curry. Basketball. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, but wait, no, he's saying we're saying name other baseball players oh, that have been the king of their cities. Um, that's a good question. Like I in mean, the last, I'm oh, saying man, last like come twenty on, years. David. David Ortiz has been the king of Boston for I a while. I said last this last one. Okay, so you don't think there was a point where Tom Brady surpassed David Ortiz as the king of Boston? I think happened now. Because you have to remember. Oh, wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Let's hear this out. The Red Sox were, were cursed for a, almost 100 years waiting for a championship. And they got it. Anthony Rizzo is probably the king of Chicago right now. After they, the Cubs won a World Series. Yeah, but they have no quarterback yet. And they got. I know, but you said name a baseball player that might be the king of his city. I just named. Yeah, but he you just said, got one there. In no, Chicago. but you said. Yeah, but we'll go back to Chicago. What was the last one you just said? David Ortiz. They waited a hundred years for a World Series. I, when they won the I World would, Series, he I was. I'm pretty sure people from Boston would choose Tom Brady over David Ortiz in the last twenty years. You know, uh, five Super Bowls. Uh, no, no, no. I don't think they won. I really don't. I wow. think I think I think David Ortiz resonates more with the city of Boston. Than Tom Brady does, and I've heard a lot of people say this. Like uh, Bill Simmons said on his podcast, he said David Ortiz might be the most uh, most liked Boston okay, different. athlete. That's most like. No, that's not what the king is. Yeah. Most <laughs> like is different than the king. The king can also be a dick. He could, but I'm just saying, if you went to a restaurant, I think I think David Ortiz might get more clout than Tom Brady. He might just because people like. Him better. I, I don't know. That's an interesting question, but I think especially in two thousand four and two thousand five. Yeah. No, actually, I gotta go with that. Like, yeah. I gotta go with that too. You know, Tom Brady was staying in California in the off season as well. Yeah. You know, at times. Exactly. They so were, was actually you're saying he wasn't Boston like a big Bostonian? Exactly. That's fair. And like when the Boston bombings happened, I remember that speech he gave. You know, where yeah, he, Ortiz. He, yeah, yeah, he dropped the f bomb on live television. And yeah. They no, let it go. Boston loves Ortiz. And they love Brady, still, too. I still love oh, yeah, Brady. Of course. I think Brady would be the king. I think, I think Brady is now. I think Brady might be liked more oh, now yeah, than Ortiz overall. But I think like from 2004 to 2012, I think, I think was, that was, that was uh, Big Poppy City. That's, that's tough. I think it would be Brady. Sweet CC said uh, Harper, the king of Washington. That might be close. I think Ovechkin. Wow. I did the hockey count because like, the, the, the whole city is not polarized by that. They just went to Stanley Cup, so yeah, now they are. <laughs> that is true. Um, I mean, honestly, as sad as this, John Wall might be the king of Washington. Yeah, that's... that's no. The basketball players that's have true. more clout. That's just like the reality of life right now. Yeah, but like, you have to be liked, too. Like, you know how many more people on the street 
know who John Wall is than Bryce Harper probably in Washington. Bryce Harper, yeah, that's true. In that's Washington, fair. no, but in yeah. the country, yes. There's a difference between what resonates in the city locally and what resonates. I don't know. No, I, agree. I agree with George on that one. I think in Washington, more people probably know. Who's the king of fucking Seattle? Russell Wilson. That's easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Super Bowl I quarterback. About, I forgot. So, about what are you him? talking about? Like all those uh, Super Bowl <laughs> yeah. magazines we have on the wall? Oh, yeah. Russell Wilson. Yeah, that was easy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My goodness. <laughs> I got nothing to say there. Uh, all right. Let's get to uh Oh, before we move on from Odell Beckham in New York and all this stuff. Do you think the Giants have a playoff chance this year? Because we got to remember, Dallas is in that division. And the Eagles and the Redskins got Alex Smith. They're not going to be bad. And Adrian Peterson. Honestly, um, I think New York Giants have a chance to make the playoffs. But I think I'm going with them right now. I'm feeling the Redskins to win the division and shock everybody. Oh, my God. The Washington Redskins. Redskins. That that team's so snake-bitten with so many injuries. No, they are. But, you know, I like the Adrian Peterson pickup. And I think – with Josh Dobson, uh, Paul Richardson, I think they could do some things. I think George extremely underestimates that, that Alex Smith he is wins average, but he games. can win you games. He wins regular I, season I, games. I, I, can, I would trust him over Dak Prescott. I, I trust most of – I put a lot of stock in them finishing last in that division. Wow. Now, I, you – 2014, maybe 15 with Adrian Peterson. I would have liked that. For, it's not the problem with them is they already have injuries on their offensive line. They've already got some injuries on their defense. I actually like what they did this off season. They rebuilt the team, but then this preseason stuff just people get banged up. And I mean, you know, Redskins were a game out of the playoffs last year. I know, I know. And some say I don't think I like Kirk Cousins, but some say they upgraded. At quarterback, and they did upgrade at receiver yeah. and running back. I because definitely think they got a smarter quarterback, though. I yeah. don't know about better, but at least he's going to throw less ints. Yeah, and also less touchdowns because he doesn't take too many. I don't, I don't dislike Alex Smith, but you got to remember, Alex Smith was it two years ago or three years ago didn't throw a touchdown. It doesn't matter. A receiver. Okay, but that's year. not the point about winning. Last year he had four thousand passing yards, though. Yes, in an Andy Reid offense that really uh, knows how to highlight here, a quarterback. Listen, all I heard JC talk about was getting W's. I didn't hear him say, oh, who, who, who did he throw a touchdown to? Did he throw it to the receiver or the tight end? Yeah. If you get W's, get W's. <laughs> I don't know if you watched the Seahawks last year, which I know you did, actually, because we were from here. And, and mm-hmm. we watched every 90% yeah. of those red zone touchdowns was just Russell Wilson pounding it into Jimmy Graham. Sometimes in certain offenses, it's easier to get a touchdown with the receiver. doesn't mean Alex Smith threw it to no receivers the entire season. That just probably meant in the red zone when it came to touchdown times. He also, I think, Possibly. did he have Travis Kelsey at the time? I believe he it was. Travis yeah, Travis Kelsey. But he also had like Jeremy Macklin, and he had some good Did they get zero yards? No, no, they just, yeah, they had his worst season statistically in the league because Alex Smith was in vertical that year. But last year with Tyreek Hill, and they were able to move the ball around and stuff like that, he was able to... Do some good things. I don't know. I well, just, I just... I'll, I'll say this. He definitely needs a running game. Um, I think the numbers were when Kareem Hunt had less than 90 yards rushing, they had a losing record. Right. So uh, he definitely needs a running game. Yeah. But, I, I think but so can... do most quarterbacks. True. Oh, and I, and yeah, I think absolutely. he can carry Washington a little bit. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Here, but they, I... got a, they got a whole hum schedule. You I told George, happens. it's going to be like three years ago when that division was like 8-8, eight 8-8, and 9-7, eight, eight and 10-6. Eight and, and, and like one or two games is going to decide who's last place or first place. I exactly. agree with that completely. Because exactly. I think that division is stacked. The NFC in general is so unfair. It's really unfair. It's very unpredictable. L- 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 listen to this. NFC West, right? You can. I, I don't think the Seahawks are going to be good this year, personally. But you can argue the Rams, Niners, and Seahawks could all make the playoffs. Yeah. NFC North. You can argue the Packers and um, Bears. Vikings. 
And the Bears. And I like the Bears, too. Yeah. Technically, a lot of people could argue the Lions are not that bad. Yeah. New coach, the Matt NF- Stafford. The <laughs> NFC East, the Eagles. the uh, All four. All four. Yeah. The NFC South, Atlanta, Carolina, New Orleans. And all, if Jameis was healthy, all, or if Jameis wasn't suspended for three games, Tampa Bay might have had a chance to have a comeback year. You exactly. never know. And so ignorant, but... Yeah, yeah but <laughs> I love Jameis Winston, and I was like, I, well, well, I'm just not getting into that. Anyway, uh, but no, you know what, Bo? JC said something there, and I agree with him completely. The Ooh. Bears. Oh, yep. I, I am so high on the Bears this year. They're not going to make the playoffs. I don't believe they will. But I think they're the team that takes the furthest step up. Dude, they're like the year. Browns. I'm no, telling you. They're going to get and, like six wins out of nowhere. You saw it at the end of the last season. Yep. You know, and now they got a new coach in there who's going to change the offense. It's going to get Trubisky very, very in some option. Yeah, exactly. Like, Trubisky running a little bit of option, I think, can win. My concern game. is Trubisky threw, like, I think it was an average of, like, nine passes per game last year. So with some added uh, passing that he has to do, let's see how, how good it's really going to be. It's going to be tough. That's not easy to go no, from, no, like, I, I, nine passes a game to 18, like, double his workload. But um, I don't think they make the playoffs. I, I, I yeah, got go a question ahead. for you guys, though. Do you think any of these NFL teams should be taking a look at Teddy Bridgewater or Nick Foles to try to acquire one of them? Not Nick Foles, but I think Teddy Bridgewater. Nick Foles looked bad in the preseason. But Teddy Bridgewater, the thing is, he looked good in the preseason. And what I don't understand is how the Jets were the only team to offer him $700,000 when there was – teams that needed quarterbacks or backup quarterbacks and the Jets already were knew they were going to draft the quarterback and already had Josh McCown they made a great move by we're going to sign him for 700000 and we know he's looking good he's going to play good in the preseason and then we're going to trade his ass for a second round pick no yeah so definitely. they made the right move they did I like the that. right move I like that I, the problem is there's not that many teams who are in desperate need of a quarterback right now um, Some could use a backup. Like the Cowboys yeah, but, but could but use a backup you, for Dak. I mean, and I just feel like if you're Jacksonville, would it kill you to have that, Teddy on the I team? Was, yeah, or Miami. Right. You like Tannehill. I do like Tannehill, but he's coming off an injury. So how healthy is I don't he? like Tannehill, so I, I would take Bridgewater. But No, I'm kind of um, I'm good on him. On who? I've, uh, Tannehill, I've seen enough. You like him? No. You're good on him. Like yeah, you're done, yeah, I'm, yeah. Okay, I'm done. You're, actually, you know what? I wanted to ask you something. If I told you this is Ryan Tannehill's stats... I, I was shocked. I would tell you that the, oh, they they look tell you the same stats as like Kirk Cousins and Matt Stafford. This and guy all, was a receiver and, in college, and you know he's playing pretty good quarterback in NFL for for being a receiver. Yeah, in but college. Is he, he's not. I don't think he's done anything to warrant losing his job. I don't. Love no, him. no, I don't. Love no, him. but no, but I mean, if there's a, there are better quarterbacks that oh, can take his job. But, but yeah. I mean, he, I, I think is he really that much better than RG three? Oh my God, so much better than RG three. 2015, his last fully healthy season, 4,200 yards, 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. That's a good, a good yeah, but above if, average. Quarter. But like in the league, like remember how I bet they got swept by New England Patriots. To, that, well, they made the playoffs. It used to be a big deal to okay, throw okay, for yeah, over 3,000 yards, right, right in yeah. the NFL. Say again. Like throwing for over 3,000 yards, I say, used to be a big deal. Used to be a big deal. Yeah, I there don't, I don't love 22 quarterbacks last year that threw for over 3,000 yards. There was. 15 wow. that threw over 3,500 yards. There was eight or nine people that threw for over 1,000 yards or 4,000 yards. Like, no, no, I don't love him. Like, I'm not going to love him. I'm okay. And I like those stats, Sammy. Let me, let me throw this stat at you. When Dan Marino, fun fact of the day, when Dan Marino threw for 5,000 yards, only three other guys in the league threw for 4,000 that year. Mm-hmm. 
just to show you he was way ahead of way ahead of everybody. Like said, now everything's easier. Like here, I'm gonna it's so much like, easier like to be quarterback for five thousand. You can mug the receiver. Yeah. Now it's easier to be a quarterback these days. Yeah. Because it's the safety, Bro, protect the quarterback, go out protect there and the receiver. Two hundred and fifty yards and a touchdown. Yeah, like once, once every couple weeks. Yeah. Guys, would I, if I told you my completion percentage for my career was 56% as a quarterback, what would you say? You're not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you're John Elway, though. That's his completion percentage. John Elway's a wow. 56% completion percentage, and he's regarded as maybe the best, one of the top 50 five quarterbacks what? of all time. What? 56. 56%. What? 56% completion. That'd be the bottom half of a to league. To put yeah. that in perspective, you know what I mean? there was like, only two guys that threw under wow. 56% last year. C.J. Beathard and Deshaun Kaiser. <laughs> yeah, wow. so the next like, worst was Jacoby Brissett at fifty-eight. Yeah, I'm just saying it's gotten so much easier now. Like it's because now you're in this situation where the receivers, first of all, you can't touch them. Right. You can't touch the quarterback. You got time in the pocket, the shotgun, the formations, the defense. It's just become you got easier. these offensive schemes now right. where they're in your helmet and your he- they got a headset and right. putting the, everyone in position to make sure you can score points. Exactly. I, I mean, mean every drive. I mean, didn't Alex or was it Sam Bradford a couple of years ago set the completion percentage record, right? Like right, at 70%. Yeah. yeah. John Elway threw 56% for his career. That's so it's pretty crazy. bad. And we and we you think that's I know you think that's bad. Look at Dan Marino. Dan Marino completion percentage and you 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 look at this stuff and you're like, "Really? This is what 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 we call Well, our- it's not that shocking because it was different. Well, I would take Drew Brees, like- I would take Drew Brees over John Elway. I actually think he's very overrated. All time. Who, John Elway? Yeah. Dan Marino is a 59% completion percentage, wow. too. As I always say with every sport, and people don't like this, is people who play any sport now are better than really? people that used but to play. But then you look at the stats, and the defensive guys are worse now? The no. defensive guys have worse stats now. No, so that's because it's easier to because like it's, it's because like it's easier to play offense, yeah, obviously. Exactly, but, but people who play sports now, because of science... Because of the way mankind works, and you get more athletic, you get smarter, technology gets better, health gets better, people are more athletic, stronger, more physical, and all around better athletes today. Like, that's just the truth. I mean, and that's not because, and don't tell me the defense. The defense is harder, but the offense is just easier. So it's like. Right, but you're using stats to back that up. Well, that's because they were better, people are better now. Well, you I didn't say any better. stats. Yeah, well, when I said it was 59%, you're like, yeah. Like I said, people now aren't as good I'm just as telling you in general. When yeah. you're talking about all these guys, it's shocking. It's not shocking because people are just better at so stuff you're not, nowadays. You're not surprised that here Drew Brees is better than John Elway take? No, oh, not at all. I think, Drew, I think Drew Brees is the most underrated quarterback in NFL history. Wow. Why is he underrated? Because you never hear him. I mean, you he's not underrated to me. I feel like he's, everyone has him as a top ten quarterback, exactly. probably right of all Do time. They, yeah. I don't know because I. I, I mean, he's never won MVP award. You know, right? And I just feel like we but, don't have him as. He's kind of like Dwayne Wade in that sense. He's very Dwayne Wade. Wow, he's very Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> That's why I'm here. <laughs> no, that's actually a very good comparison. Good like, comparison. no MVPs, but like, kind of willed his team to a to a championship once, like. Everyone's like, "Wow, you're awesome!" But right. like, kind of like never, never top three. Usually like top, top, top five, three, top five. Sometimes top three, but never top two. Yeah, not LeBron, not yeah. Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. Exactly, Rogers. exactly. Absolutely. I like that. Yeah, well, All right, let's get to some comments. Really quick, let me just talk about that quarterback list really quick. Uh, what quarterback? The list? ESPN one that came oh, out. Oh yeah, because this is interesting, right? Okay. ESPN came out, uh, and then we got to get to the Lakers talk because. Uh, 
It's already been 40 minutes. We talk a lot. Uh, it's uh, the ESPN 100 list. Ranking or predicting the best 100 players next season came out, right? I'm going to skip some of them because they pissed me off. Like, for example, like, like Aaron Donald's number three. Like, I, I don't like that already. Because Where's he, by the way? He's also not at camp. Just want to you know, mention that. Is he not at camp? I don't think no, he, he is. is not Still not there? This guy. That's, an, that's another guy. Not at yeah. camp. Need my money. Uh, Pay me. But I, I took some offense to this list because, to me, you gotta be, you got to be kidding me if you're going to put a guy like Von Miller ahead of Russell Wilson, for example. Right? 100%. Because if you were a GM today and you're going to start a team, and you said you had a pick between having uh, Von Miller and then you get a way later quarterback pick, or you get Russell Wilson, you can get a D lineman later, what would you do? Well, I mean, is it for a season or a game? For a season. Well, then I got to take the quarterback. Yeah, right? Always. Exactly. Always. But here's my question Is Von Miller better at defensive end than Russell Wilson is at quarterback? Like yeah yeah, yeah. Like, I mean Von Miller is maybe a that's why I said if it's one game yeah. I might think about Von Miller because I think about the Super Bowl and how he he single handedly won that game I still take I still the quarterback but I'm just saying like I understand why they put Von Miller above him and because yeah he's the best maybe the best at his position right now maybe he's top five at his top three in his position yeah but Russell Wilson is also top three in his position but I think Von Miller plays. Defense better than Russell Wilson plays quarterback slightly, maybe. I don't yeah, know. but I when you're ranking the best players, shouldn't it be on the best people who are gonna affect your teams? Like, like yeah, what's your impact? Yeah, and so here's the list of the quarterbacks. I filtered out the all the other positions. I just want to get to quarterbacks because there's a guy missing uh, on this list too. Ranking the best hundred players in the NFL. Of course, Aaron Rodgers came in at number one. Tom Brady came in at two. For the, I'm just going over quarterbacks. Drew Brees came in at six. You have Carson Wentz at 17, who's ahead of a lot of quarterbacks, which I find very questionable. He's not even playing week one, possibly. And Sad. he's played a fucking year of football and we're acting like he's two years of football. Yeah, I like and he Carson was okay Wentz. for one year and he was good for a second. Ben Roethlisberger at 18. Russell Wilson at 19. I'm already offended that Carson Wentz is ahead of Russell Wilson. I'm offended that Big Ben is ahead of Russell Wilson as well. Yeah. Like that. Like today? Yes. Today, yes. Yeah, absolutely. You have Matt Ryan at 21. You have Matthew Stafford at 35. Philip Rivers, 45th. That's a little low, I that think. That is a little low. A little low, 45th on the list, but out of the quarterbacks. I'd, well, I'd flip-flop him and Matt Ryan. Well, I, I think he's better than Matthew Stafford as well. I do, too. Uh, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'd, fl- I'd flip those. <laughs> I still think he's better than Carson Wentz as of today. Yeah, no, that's fair, too. Carson Wentz? Yeah. Uh, Why so. do we get so hyped on these players after one year? Because you can see the talent. I mean, does it doesn't Okay, but like I can see talent Carson in Michael Wentz, Beasley. I think Carson Wentz is going to dominate the league the next 10 years. Uh, he's it, played it, one good season in Torres ACL. I'm not saying that. All right. Well, I, I, you, <laughs> I, I, my, I saw what I saw of Carson Wentz last year, and yeah, I agree. He's fantastic. You think he's got next the next like three, three, four, five years? Yeah, I mean, he's going to be a tier one quarterback for many years to come. Is he That's better not. than Russell Wilson? No. He's ahead of him on this list. He shouldn't be. Who's going to win the Super Bowl next, him or Russell Wilson? Probably Russ. Cause pro- they pro- probably, if I, if I had to bet on it, Carson Wentz because they have more talent around. Underrating the Seahawks. Jimmy Garoppolo, 62. Cam Newton, 63. That's pretty low. Yeah, that He's is. Below Jimmy Garoppolo. Look, I, thought. I love Jimmy Garoppolo, but if you want, like, let's not crown him better than Cam Newton until he's like today, right? Exactly. <laughs> you have Kirk Cousins at 80. I also found that a little uh, low. Deshaun Watson at 89. 
Uh, and we have Played four games. Yeah, we and we have Alex Smith <laughs> at ninety-seven. And so one guy that's missing off this list is Andrew Luck. He's yes. not in the ESPN did not put him in the top hundred players this season, which. I think George finds very ridiculous. Are I they, find pretty ridiculous. I've been disrespecting Andrew Luck all year. I think he's gonna have. Uh, a, he's about to tear up. Yeah, league well, like he should already be like probably right after Russell Wilson at like twentieth. Yeah. Uh, he should be ahead of Matt Ryan, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, probably Philip Rivers. Like or right where Philip right Rivers. There, yeah, right but like Philip right, should yeah. have been above. I those think Philip Rivers should be above him going into this year, just because we don't know what the health is really. Well, yeah, and, and our weapons, I think, are gonna make Phil look amazing this year. Yes, I mean, true. Got, there's some real weapons on that Chargers team. But the thing about about Andrew Luck is the guy had the worst offensive line in the league, coming in as a rookie, took over a dumps, basically just like the worst team, the worst roster, went 11-5, and 11-5, and 11-5, and then got hurt. Like, okay, exactly. I understand. He, I mean, his injury, He one year... He went. Th- they thought he was injured. All by the way, people act like he didn't play that year. He played 15 games and then got a lacerated kidney. His kidney got lacerated. Okay, but in all honesty, you're pro- you probably overhype him a little bit because you like him all. Like I overhype Russell Wilson all the time because I don't. I no, think no, he's no. the third best quarterback. I'm in not overhyping Andrew Luck because I think he's. Uh, there's a lot left to prove. But when people like disrespect the talent that Andrew Luck is, I get upset because like if you if you know football and you've seen football and you saw what a healthy Andrew Luck looks like, you can't tell me that's not one of the top three I, okay. best players. But when I say you're overhyping him, I think it's obvious. If you have somebody disrespect him, to say Andrew Luck's going to win two Super Bowls is kind of an extreme bold prediction, right? Like with the Colts organization, okay. with guys like Drew Brees in his career and Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. having one Super Bowl – Pretty bold to just be like, uh, he's gonna win two Super Bowls because it's it's Andrew Luck. Like health yeah, does play a role. Health does play a role. Right, but I think those guys having only one Super Bowl, I'm starting to think that's gonna be an indictment on them as their careers progress. Aaron Rodgers, but sometimes if you run yeah, ring, will you not look at him yeah, differently? I mean, like, like, dude, you went to the NFC Championship multiple times and couldn't get it done. What's exactly. that? We forget sometimes how important the organization is too, though. I oh, mean, like, true. yes, but but someone in the case of Aaron Rodgers, who I'm a huge fan of, I think he's super good. He but. should have more than one. Exactly, and if, if he retires with one. I know. Doesn't it make all the talk about him being way better than Brett Favre seem kind and Brett of... Brett Favre has one. Exactly. The Packers, by the way... Brett Favre are... gets killed for only having one, by the way. But, but that's not a Brett Favre problem, I think. it's a, He was going to get to it prior here. A Packers thing. Do you have to think about the Packers here for a second? And I, I, I don't know if the... I, I can't really blame the organization actually much. I can blame the city of Green Bay making it hard to get and maintain free agents. But... The fans own a part of the team, and, right? Yeah, there's no ownership. When what year did Brett Favre enter Green Bay? Ninety three or ninety four? Ninety three. Okay, since nineteen ninety three, the the Packers have had two quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, arguably two of the top ten quarterbacks of all time. And they'll have two Super Bowls to show for it. Here's the thing, but I'm gonna blame the team and the GM because like it's not Aaron Rodgers does not control what a GM does. You can't as a player, you have no. You have no, like, real... I know people say, oh, these players have all to say. Yeah, they can give suggestions, but they don't have, like, power to sign people. Right. They just fired his quarterback coach without even talking Without to talking to him. He was unhappy with that. Here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers has had one top five defense in his entire career, and they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? Right. So, like, I'm, here's the thing. After, outside of that, most of them have been at the 15 to 20 range. If you get Aaron Rodgers, a team that can stop players on or stop the other team... He's going to get you his 28 points a game, and you probably win. 
I'm not going to blame Aaron Rodgers when he puts up 28 to 35 a game and his defense is giving up 35 to 42 a game. Yeah, I can't blame him for that. You're right, but when you get to the NFC Championship games and you blow that lead against Seattle at the end of the Is it game. his fault the stupid guy bounced it off his helmet on an onside kick and Russell Wilson threw four picks in the first half and his defense gave up all those points on Russell Wilson and then blew an onside kick? If Aaron Rodgers was that good, he would have recovered the onside kick himself. There is, there is almost a one in like... 200 chance that that onside kick is recovered by Seattle and, and Green Bay's in the damn and Aaron Super Bowl. should have went and got the onside and then, kick and then also with Aaron I mean he carried a, a, a team that shouldn't have been there to the NFC title game against Atlanta yeah and they got blown out of exactly. the building yeah. but it took it took him throwing the was that when they beat Dallas in the first round yeah, like two exactly. years ago yeah and yeah. then let's not forget the two t- the time they played Arizona in the playoffs he had to throw the fucking Hail Mary out of his ass to, right I, I mean I love Aaron Rodgers I don't blame him for even, anything even, right? even, even playing Arizona the first time against Kurt Warner and then you put up 45 points in and the they, playoff had, game. they put up 52 yeah you should yeah. win that game that's, that's sad. true that's what I'm saying it's it's a big well, part of the defense Aaron, in the onside kick in Seattle you put up 53 I'm telling you, the onside kick in Seattle is one of the biggest, like, legacy-changing moments for people. Like, one for Russell Wilson. Everybody remembers Russell Wilson throwing four picks, right. then coming back, then crying in the interview, like, I know, that after was, that. That was a moment in time. Right it was. There. And then you have Aaron Rodgers, who played great, their team's perfect position. And he's probably sitting on the sideline, he's like, cool, like, they're going to onside kick, we'll recover it, and we're good. And it bounces off this guy's helmet, and he's probably like, what the hell is going on? And, and, and like, sadly, how's that happen to me? Sadly, that moment robbed us of Brady versus Rodgers. Yeah, but I, I, actually, that is, I think we're finally going to get it this year. That's my actual Super wow. Bowl prediction. They will give out, you know, before the NFL season. And it could change, I'm still thinking. But I think it's going to be Rodgers, Brady, Super Bowl, if the Packers winning it. It depends on the D. For the... Uh, it always depends on the D. But, the D's but, uh, always really big. It always big. depends on the D. Definitely. But Aaron <laughs> Rodgers, uh, it depends on their defense, really. Otherwise, it's a, it's a lost cause. Uh, if they don't play good defense, what's, I don't understand. Aaron Rodgers can't give you 45 points a game. He can give you 28, but if the defense isn't going to hold anybody, I don't know what you want. But him and Jimmy Graham is going to be – It's going to be tough to stop. Dangerous. Yeah. We saw when Russell started figuring it out. Like with Jimmy Graham, and, and look, Russell's great, but Aaron Rodgers is like there's that's a different animal, right? Hey, listen, like Russell might end up as like a top twenty, twenty five quarterback of all time. Aaron Rodgers is like one talent of- number one, all time legacy, probably top five. five right. Yeah, yeah, talent, probably the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. Like when I watch Aaron Rodgers or I watch Tom Brady, I'm like wow. To Aaron Rodgers and Brady, I'm like damn, he makes the right plays. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. he's just consistent as hell. But Rodgers is. Next no, level Rod- shit. Next level. next level. All right, let's get to some comments really quick, and let's then we can it. talk about the Lakers before we go today because uh, we got to get to some Laker talk. Um, Dane said uh, we need to do – he wants to do a brother sports trivia, me and you versus him and his brother. He said they won a cruise in Mexico in March. I would not be good at they sports trivia. They won a cruise in Mexico? They won, in- they won, wow. they won a we won sports trivia at a cruise in Mexico. They won sports trivia on a cruise. Yes. Okay, okay. They didn't win a cruise due to sports trivia. I don't think I'm good at, like, sports <laughs> trivia. I don't think I'd be good I'm at I'm not it. that good at sports trivia. I'm just good at making bold statements. Yeah. I'm amazing <laughs> at Andrew sports Lush, trivia. Four Super Bowls. Dane <laughs> uh, said Washington versus Auburn. Books opened at Auburn favorite one and a half. And that's moved to two now in some books. To Auburn, right? Yeah. Who do you, who you got? Auburn or Washington? I got you dub. Go Huskies. Me too. See, the problem is none of us are going to be bi- unbiased on this. Like I, <laughs> yeah. If I, I told my brother, if I had to put my life on it, I'd probably pick Auburn. But, like, I'm going to pick you dub. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to 
if I had to put my life on it, I put take U Dub because I ride or die with the Huskies. Exactly. That's go. fair. I like that. Uh, <laughs> Adam said, "I think it was the right move. They can make a pitch to Landon Collins now." That was Giants talk. I, I'm not worried about Landon Collins. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, mean, I did read that they're going after him and they're going to try to extend him. Hopefully, Sweet T said, "Hey guys," and then she said, "Where's Ronald Thomas?" Right as we said it. So. Facts. Um, <laughs> Dan said, you know the old adage that 80% of life is showing up? Eli Manning brings 80% every year. LOL. No less, no more. He does That's show true. up for every game. He does show up. He does show up. And yeah, nothing spectacular. Yeah. I like that. Uh, let's see where we got. Sweet Teeth said it'd be fun to, if we guys made if we made a fantasy league within the show, like a PPR, 12 people thing, first come, first in. We could do a Sant Sports Pick'em. That'd be a lot easier. Yeah, that'd be a lot Weekly Pick'em. Sant Sports Pick'em. Coming soon. I'll set that up. That's not uh, a bad yeah, idea. Have people join that group. Yeah, yeah like that'd that. be nice. Uh, let's see. Sweet so said, if Unicorn can stay healthy, King of New York. Uh, I like that. Everyone disagreed with us at the King of New York thing, and I think I might. I think I see some reasons why. Yeah, but and I agree. You gotta uh, win. throw that. No, you gotta you win. Have to win. You gotta it's win. tough. Sweet said, to be honest with you, the only King of Florida is Wade. Yeah, I feel like he's still the King of like the state of Florida. Yeah, it's Wade County. Tim Tebow. Doesn't count anymore. Came yeah, they got there. love for him, but yeah. yeah. Tim Tebow. Jameis Winston? No, if Tim Tebow didn't get hurt and, and made it to Mets roster. King, King if Jameis Winston didn't have four scandals. If Tim Tebow today played any sport live on ESPN, it would have the highest ratings of the year. He's a king of the of, of yeah. white America. Yeah. Yeah, it's, no, not no. Even about, it's not even about exactly. Florida. Just Pretty like, much. Uh, Dane said, has Porzingis even got his team to a winning record? Yeah, Manning has gotten two Super Bowls, and Porzingis has never made the playoffs. That's fair. No, that's but, true. like, I think the king of the city is kind of a tough discussion sometimes because it's – are we talking who's the king of, like – I don't know, of, like, personality? Or are we talking the king of, like, who people have the highest hopes for? Or the king of New York, like, who's, who's the biggest the most, winner? Who's the most popular athlete in that city at the time? Exactly. Like, I don't think a guy like Eli Manning even wants to be king of New York. And I don't think he is. Who would people pay the most to go see in New York? I would believe it's Porzingis at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. I pay the most money to see. Not the Giants, right? I think it'd be a World Series Yankees game. No, I'm not asking what specific game. Who would pay the most money, like, on an average Wednesday, Monday night to go watch a guy? It'd probably be an NBA game. Right, like on an average Monday night, I feel like people like to watch football on TV more than in person. Yeah, yeah, it's not oh, that's true. To, that's a, true. Yeah, be, okay, forget that. Then I mean, <laughs> it's more about who they want to watch the most. It's not about where, like whether it's a sports bar or at a friend's house or at the stadium. No, that's fair. But I'll say this though: when it comes to hanging out, it's OBJ, and I don't think it's close. Yeah, just hanging Maybe that out makes him the king. It could. Yeah, it might be OBJ to be honest. As of right now, um, it's definitely no one on the mats. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Seriously, the Grom's gray. I'm trying to get to the right ones. Uh, Venice, what is up, Venice? Said you really got to be good, Venice. Got to be great for a long time to be considered the king of anything in New York. That's kind of fair. Yeah. yeah. That's why OBJ is probably not the king of New York either. No, true. And neither is Judge. They haven't right. done shit. O- OBJ has not done shit since he's been a giant. Eli has two Super Bowls without him. So maybe right now New York is kingless. Or it's just Eli? No, it's yeah. not Eli. I like Kingless. I like that. Yeah, Kingless in New York. Hey, it's like up for grabs. Kingless in Seattle. Kingless True, in yeah, New it's York. up for grabs. Somebody like go that. get it. And Sweet CC said, George, dot, dot, dot. You more hype about the Bears? 
or the Colts with Andrew Luck back? Is that even a question? Of course, it's the Colts with <laughs> Andrew Luck back. Are you kidding me? The Bears are just like that. Like I always try to find that one team that's like like my sleeper. Like this team's gonna be a little better and a little frisky, and I'm gonna bet on them all season. I'll yeah, just, yeah, I, mean, I like the that. Bears. That's the Bears for me this year. That's fair. Um, Isaiah Barber was good, bro. Said uh, Tannehill oh, is trash. Guy. Yeah, I know. I said yeah, yeah. Still hoop with him. Uh, said Tannehill's trash. Thank Agreed. you. Agreed. Agrees with me. Trash. Trash. He's trash. You know what trash is? Trash a is garbage can. A garbage can, yes. But trash yeah. is. <laughs> I mean, Deshaun Kaiser's trash. Deshaun Kaiser <laughs> is trash. Um, give me another. Who's a really bad quarterback? Um, you know who Tyron? I mean, Tannehill's like Tyrod Taylor. Brandon like, Whedon. Brandon Whedon was trash. Yes, Tannehill's like Tyrod Taylor. They're serviceable. They're they can make the they're playoffs. Fine. They're Blaine okay. Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert is trash. Blake Bortles close to trash. Blake Bortles is like he's below Tannehill and Tyrod. He's, he's not. Tr- He's like he's not trash, but he's like kind of like you're like. Do I keep it? Do I throw no. it away? Blake Bortles to me is like McDonald's. Sometimes it tastes really good. Some days the McChicken's like, not I'm, as great. I'm kind of not. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on the, the lettuce is kind of like brown today. And yeah, they're, like, or they're trying to kill me with mayonnaise, but <laughs> personal problem. I yeah, like no, McDonald's. Sometimes they, don't put, sometimes they put like way too much mayonnaise. Exactly. In sometimes sometimes it's hella dry. Exactly. It's kind of annoying. But see, more times not, it's too much mayo. <laughs> yeah, but it, I'm fine with that because you can wipe it off. If they don't put enough, That's true. I have to go get my own fucking mayo. That's yeah. true. That's it. And it's not the same as McDonald's mayo. Nah. Wayne King said, is Manu Ginobili a first ballot Hall of Fame? No question. I think no question. He has four rings. Um... I think in, the, in basketball, I don't know how it works. I think they're all like first, ba- like, right? Like, yeah, it's not every, like, everyone's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Vince Carter's in. Yeah, like, like I think, and it's not like they Tracy McGrady like has nothing. In I his think resume. everyone ends up being a first ballot Hall of Famer. Grant Hill, right? He's Pretty a much, yeah. Grant Hill. Like I like Grant Hill. He's supposed to be the next big thing, yeah. but like, should he have really been a Hall of Famer? You, you average fifteen points a game and you play nine seasons, you're in. Yeah, exactly. and you get some hype on TV. Exactly. But in have, the thing, hit a game winner, maybe you know, have a moment in the playoffs. Yeah. Except for like, except for Gilbert Arenas. He's the one yeah, game. Exactly. He's the one hype guy right. that's never gonna get. And Derrick Rose, I, he really might not make it. He might be the only MVP ever to not make the. Yeah, game. no, he will be. Yeah, he, he will, will be. be. There's no way. And uh, one thing I did want to say about Manu, what most underrated? Yeah, the four championships is great, but the Argentina win against the United States for the gold medal is extremely underrated. Yeah, that but changed but U.S. But but it's called the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame. That doesn't count towards Hall of Fame. Well, they play European yeah, yeah, foreign players. Pro, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, Naismith, the people like... Yeah, not, not everyone in there has played in the NBA. Yeah. Right, right. That, but they play... They, like, they don't take your Olympic stuff, though, in consideration, supposedly. Supposedly, okay, but they do. I'm just, I'm just he saying. Be, I know, but they, they, they do. Let's be real. Not, they don't put it on his plaque, like Olympic gold medal right. for Argentina. But, like, the, the voters know that he... He changed the course of U.S. basketball because yeah. U.S. basketball had to take shit more seriously. Like right. Manu Ginobili's out here beating us with obviously other good players, but in for the gold, like who would have thought there was a world where U.S. didn't win basketball? Uh, good point. Crazy. Ginobili was just one of the clutchest players I've ever seen. He's probably top ten clutchest player I've watched. Yeah, and he's very unique. One of the more unique, unique yep. talents. Yeah, I like. And it. if you leave him open in the corner, it was going in. Always, especially from the corners, and the creator of the Eurostep. Exactly. And I, I watched this video yesterday, obviously, because he retired yesterday. Uh, of D Wade and Harden talking about like, and D Wade was like practicing and practicing. Like, I just want to be like Manu, dude. And he was like working on it the whole time, and like that has changed the way of going to the hole in basketball. It really has. It really has. Um, Dane said a good one. I feel like Breeze is underrated. He's like the guy that's always up to be homecoming king, but never gets it. Wow. 
I like Pretty that. much. Poor uh, Drew I Sweet agrees. Thinks Breeze is underrated too. He's one of the only quarterbacks last year with over 4,000 passing yards, and not a lot of people talk about him. Adam wants to know, what about Eli on the top 100 list? He might sneak into one of the top 15 quarterbacks next year. Yeah, but... Again, yeah. yeah. That's how Eli is. His career has always been like no, a roller coaster. Think, um, as long as he throws it up to Odell, he'll, he could maybe get in there. He got benched for Geno Smith last year. You know, I can't yeah. get over that. By the way, that was a horrible move by the coach. Got I'm, just, I'm just saying he got benched for Geno no, Smith. No, it, it happened. It happened. That, actually, that, that was the actual thing. Yeah. Uh, we have Dane saying, OBJ, I have a friend. I know, that's He's going for OBJ. See, he has a friend that lives in New York. He's never even gone to MSG because it's too expensive and they suck. Which is kind of fair, because like, if if he was if it was like LeBron and it was too expensive, you'd still go. Yeah, but they're right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's, that's interesting. Venice says I've been gone for a second, but your ninja is back. He knows I wouldn't have said. He always used to try to get me on that. But your ninja <laughs> is back. What is good, bro? How you living? Uh, Chris Jensen says, Are the Hawks going to be over five hundred this year? Um, I'm assuming the Seahawks, not the uh, and not Atlanta, Atlanta Hawks. Hawks. Atlanta yeah. Hawks, Jeremy Lin, they can be. You know, I have to say about the Atlanta Hawks too. <laughs> Did you guys see that Jeremy Lin video yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah the taxi, like the Uber driver, Uber taxi. Driver. Yeah, he's like, you fan. He's like, oh, you guys are in high school. He's like, nah. And he's like, oh, do you guys do you like the Atlanta Hawks? And the guy's like, no, not really. And Jeremy's like. I'm a big fan of the Hawks. I like them. Like, thank you. Uh, Seahawks. Quick theory on this, by the way. My boy is Chris Carter. My boy Chris Carter today on First Things First on Fox. My boy, like this guy, like he knows. Yeah, no, because I man, like that man, show man, a lot. Man, you, you like, like Chris that show? Carter? Yeah, I do. I, I like First Things First. Yeah, I like Nick Wright and Chris yeah. Carter. Chris gets on my nerves. His voice but is a little annoying. Actually. I like Nick. Yeah, I'm the opposite. When he's not hating on Kobe and taking shots. But Nick is George thinks he just like gets hype from LeBron, but he says a lot of smart shit. No, he outside does. of LeBron, no, they Nick haven't even talked about LeBron for like two weeks. Uh, anyway, oh, yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of Nick Wright. He does say some smart things, but his style just bugs me. Okay, his style, like just, dude, I, I get it. You like LeBron? Don't yell at me, man. Like, but but you yelling. know, with Nick Wright, I feel like we can have a beer. So <laughs> me too. yeah, me too. And he gets high for sure. Oh yeah. Let's yeah. let, let, let answer his question uh, about the Atlanta uh, Hawks real quick. Okay, no, the Seattle Seahawks for real. <laughs> Chris Carter and Eric Mangini were talking today. Eric Mangini, uh, past coach, obviously in the NFL, and they're saying people are underestimating the Seahawks. The Seahawks team. They said it's just like the Patriots situation. When you have the coach and the quarterback, things around it start working. That offense, remember, Russell Wilson led the league in touchdowns last year. The guy was phenomenal. They're going to get a little bit of better of a running game. With, with Rashad Penny and Carson's another year older, it's going to work out. The O-line has improved. Doug Baldwin's still there. The receiving core is going to be just fine with Russell Wilson. And the defense is not going to be as bad as everyone thinks. Yeah, it's not going to be the top five defense we've had. But this team is going to be all right. And Russell Wilson, I personally believe, is going to lead them really far and here's the thing what's the, really far the, yeah what is i mean like th- 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 they're gonna be 10 and 6 they were 9 and 7 last year and they missed this is from dane archer he said this on show once three games they missed either potential game winning or tying field goals in the final seconds three you go from 9 and 7 to 12 and 4 with those right. or if you make one of them you're 10 and 6 in the playoffs and here's the thing they are not as bad as people want to say russell wilson's gonna lead them there and i i Here's one other thing that people forget. For example, I heard this this morning. Chris Carter said this. He said, on average, the Seahawks the last five, six years have been 7-1 and one at home, right, on average. If they go 7-1 and one at home or even 6-2, and two, do we really think they're going to be, what, like 2-4, and, and 
uh, or two and six, two and seven. Sorry, and two and seven have, on the road. I think they have seven home games this week. No, the London game counts as a road game. So yes, they still have eight home games. Okay, so they have eight home games. A London game against Oakland, which I think they'll win. So they'll have seven real road games. I could see them going five hundred on the road if if they go four and four on these road games, so to say, right? You don't think the Seahawks can go six wins at home or five wins at home? They, and be, they could. No, they could. They got, here, here's the problem. They go to Chicago and to Denver, to Chicago to start the year. Then de- they're home. not that good of teams. Yeah. Yes, but there's still two road games to start the year and one on Monday Night Football. Mile High is a hard place to play, especially at the start of a season. When, when do they take their first loss, George? Week one at Denver. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> at Denver, Mile High, I, I really believe that it's a hard place to play. I mean, at Chicago on Monday Night Football, that's the first Monday. I, I, I'm just worried about Home their schedule. Home opener for the Bears. Yeah, I'm, I'm worried about their schedule more than anything. Then Dallas is good. They got then at Arizona. Dallas at right. home, right? Yeah, I think that's they win that yeah, game. Yeah, that's a win. But All right, let's play this game. You, all right, we'll play this game really quickly. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. All right. And then we got to talk LeBron after this comment. All right, uh, I'm not going to give you guys my opinions on this. I'm just okay, going to let cool. you guys decide because everyone's going to I'm going two dubs those first two games. All right, yeah. at Denver. It's a win. win. All right, both got 1-0. and oh. At Chicago. Win. 2-0. and oh. Versus Dallas at home. It's a win. Win. Wow, you guys have That's not that shocking. They have no, the, that's what I'm saying. They have, George, they have a top five quarterback. Not, you think the shitty Colts roster is going to win two Super Bowls. Let's finish this. Jesus Christ. At Arizona. If Bradford's healthy, it's an L. Yeah. All right, three and one. We're going to lose one of those Rams first four games. That's our home loss. Actually, I'm going to say they start at 4-0 and then lose the Rams. Yeah. one. They're gonna lose somewhere in these games. I, I'll take, I'll say three and two right now. All right, three yeah. and two, four and one. I'm gonna hold my losses. Yeah, on my yeah, hand. I, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna say three and two as well because I actually have them losing to the Bears. Okay, so you three and two and three and two. Okay, keep the you guys keep your records. In I'm your holding mind. my losses on my hand. At Oakland, that's win. a win. We're not good. I mean, sorry, at London versus Oakland, but yeah. uh, win. I'll be at that game. week at Detroit. <laughs> that's a win. Yeah, that's a win. Chargers at home. L. Rams on the road. Hold on, hold on. I haven't L. decided yet. I took an L for the Rams game. I have three losses. I got four losses. You got four losses. Green Bay. Loss. Where's the game at? At home. <sighs> Win. I'm going to take a loss on that one. At Carolina. I think Carolina's going to be overrated this year. I'm going to take a win on that one. I'm going to take the loss. San Francisco at home. Win. Win. Minnesota at home. Win. Win. Minnesota, I guess they're giving a lot of credit here. At San Francisco. I'll give them a loss at San Francisco. Win. Kansas City at home. Win. win. Arizona at home. That's a win. So you, you I have, so I have eleven and five or ten yeah, and six. I have, I have five and I had five losses as well. Okay, well I mean, <laughs> you guys, you guys have had them every tough game. No, basically with the, a win. What is the no, tough game? No, no, yeah. Let me they, let they me tell you what you have them losing to the Bears, who went like three and thirteen last year. You have them losing to Denver, who is no, like no, a seven okay. win team. No, I but those are like wins. They're more close to an eight and eight team than an eleven five. So for them to be eight and eight, they're gonna have to really blow some games at home against San Francisco, exactly. against Arizona. Are they just getting even if swept I had them losing to Green Bay, Carolina, to uh, to the Rams both times? Right. Like I'm, th- those are the real. It, tough it would games. take an act of God for Arizona Cardinals to sweep, to sweep us, yeah. and oh, yeah, the San Francisco Forty no, no, no. Nineers to sweep us. I think we split against. Uh, I think we split against San Francisco. We okay, even if you split against both those, from what I said, it'd be a nine and seven or ten and sixteen. Yeah, we'll see. I, I just I feel like we're this. Team at the end is, of the day, we're getting three division wins and going three and three in the yeah, division. That's what I think. Too. And we're at least winning six games at home. 
Exactly. So right, that's we'll nine see. wins right we'll there, see. brother. I, I think we're eight and eight team, but we'll find out. I hope. I hope. Ten and six. Baby. I, I hope you guys are both right because that's that's my team. Ten and six. <laughs> no, I feel that. <laughs> All right. I'm wrong. Uh, we got Israeli saying, "My boys, y'all have a good day. One love." Hey, up, my bro? guy Israeli. Uh, Hope you have a good day as well, Sweet Sweet CC said, talking about LeBron, Lakers tickets for 400 level are over $200. Whew. That has me weak, bro. That's <laughs> not good. And Bennett said, you pay for the history and experience at Madison Square? Been there once, and I, it was like one of the coolest feelings ever just because like, it's Madison Square. And uh, Michael's, Michael, uh, I don't know, I can't forget how to say his name, uh, his last name. Sinol, Sinol. Oh, Sinol. Sinol. I forget how to say it sometimes. Who do you think My is going to start? Mike. Big Mike. Big Mike. That's an easier way to go. Yeah, yeah. Who do you <laughs> think is going to start? Lonzo or Rondo? And then we'll get into LeBron James before we go today. I think Lonzo gets to start. Who do I want to get to start? Lonzo as well. I'm with you on both those answers. I want Lonzo to start, and I think LeBron wants Lonzo to start. And Rondo's going to be more of a mentor, come off the bench, exactly. big, mi- big minutes off the big bench. Big minutes though. off the bench. I feel yep. the same. And he'll be in the fourth quarter. And you could also play both of them at the same time. Right. I know they're yeah. not good shooters right now, but Lonzo's going to become better shooter than he was he's last just, year. He's super big. He's six six. you know, like. He's going to be better this year, too. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. he's not going to get worse. You're not going to practice with LeBron every day and not improve your game. Yeah, that's how I feel at Fair least. Fair enough. That's and uh, so before we go today, quick couple minutes is uh, JC. Your Los Angeles Lakers have uh, signed the greatest player in the world, LeBron James. How's it feel? Honestly, it's like a dream come true. I still sometimes <laughs> got to pinch myself. You know, like it doesn't seem real sometimes when I see him on Instagram at the practice facility or like no. him in the jerseys for media day. Like it just does not seem real, but um. Yeah, some bullshit. You've had Kobe, Shaq, I know, Green, Magic, Wilt, embarrassment of riches, like um, Jesus. But I think LeBron made the right choice, and you, and you know George was calling it for for a little bit that he'd come to L.A., and I didn't want to believe it just because, you know, I know we're the Photoshop All Stars. People like to call us that, but <laughs> um, I think we're gonna go to great places with LeBron. Uh, and his four years de- four year deal, I think, is so. It's just it's super cool. It's great for the NBA. It's, it's, it's the best a big deal to the NBA in a long time. Yeah, like when have you seen a guy change teams like that at his apex after coming off of finals, and then you go to the Lakers, to the Lakers, literally, and you're the best player in the world, exactly. and you're potentially, and it's up for debate, obviously, but to a lot of people, like it's probably fifty fifty split almost. You're potentially one of the best player of all time, just right, people. right, and you're joining the Lakers at like you're. Which, whatever his apex is, I don't know. I thought his apex was when he's 27 in Miami, and it's kind of right now That's also. Crazy. But, like... It's probably the Miami was his apex. Probably, but he also won a championship in Cleveland in right. right. Like, I just look at it like I never saw my guy Kobe switch teams, so he was always on the Lakers, which the Lakers were always the Lakers. Right. But, but now you goes have to Miami, which is like it was just it was Miami Heat. It was kind of you know it okay. Cool. It was actually right. a really cool thing though that he went right. to like a t- I know it's not random because it's Miami. It's a big city, but it was kind of random. Yeah, kind of random. Basketball. Right. Yeah, but this time for him to go to the the best franchise in the NBA, like That's as far as like historically, it's just it's just crazy. So you know what else is crazy, right? So like for example, Stephen A. Smith today said. I don't know if you guys saw this. It's all over there. And they said they're going to the Western Conference Finals, right? The Lakers? Yeah, because that's they have LeBron James. I, that's what I think, too. And we have residential Salt Live uh, LeBron hater, William King, just, okay. just commented in. I got the Lakers at the 8 or 9 seed, playoff chase beside Denver. Noah's also a big hater. He has this 
barely making the playoffs, if not missing. Okay, it. I don't know how I have to explain this to when like let's let's watch basketball, right? If LeBron leaves the team, what happens? They go down the drain. And if LeBron add joins a team, what happens? They make the playoffs. And how easily do they make the playoffs? Pretty damn easily. Yeah. And let me explain. This is the like, West, but yeah. The Cleveland Cavaliers, who had like five roster changes last year, and everyone says it was a disaster, had fifty wins. I don't care if it's in the East or the West. Guess what? Everybody plays each other. You don't only play in the East when you're in the East. Like right. yeah, you play. You have some division games. Whoop de doo. You know what? Is LeBron really scared? With this Lakers team who won 35 games. Remember, with a lot of injuries last year, won 35 games. You don't think LeBron's going to give him a plus 15 win difference? No, he should. that's true. He should. That's 50 wins. And, and then he didn't just come by himself. You're talking about Lance Stevenson, a, a guy who can hoop. Rondo. Beasley, you know, I think his stock is going up lately. Um, yeah, Rondo, of course. Yeah, I, I like the pickups. Yeah. JaVale I, McGee uh, can play. I, I, I think the Lakers are going to... A minimum make the second round of a playoffs at the bare minimum. That's like their worst case scenario. Yeah, that's like they're underachieving is like second round. Yeah, that's their worst, in my opinion, worst case scenario. They can, their best case scenario is winning the championship. I don't think they will, but I think they end up in the Western Conference finals. And I as well. and do not be shocked if they get the two seeds. Okay. Because here's what I think. Don't be shocked if they get the one seed. I would be a little. I mean, the Warriors. No, no, no I, 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 I'd, I'd be shocked. shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. No, no, the only reason I'd be shocked is because it's gonna take. Just like any other time, people change teams. It's gonna take a couple games to get. They're gonna Warriors are gonna start off like ten and one, and the Lakers are gonna start off like six and six, just to kind of get in the flow. And they're already gonna be behind, and you're not gonna catch up. But the difference here is, if them and the Rockets are close near the end of the season to the two or three seed, LeBron knows that the three seed means you're playing Golden State second round. The two seed means you're playing. Whoever else, no three and two. No, we're we're right? going to be very strategic in or the four. Warriors. Four would be uh would be the yeah whatever you know what I mean yeah. though. Like he's going to be strategic on like we need this many more wins to avoid Golden State in the second round, and I don't think it's crazy to think LeBron can dictate that. Like okay, we need five wins in the last eight games. We'll get five exactly. No <laughs> right, and I just think people, you know, they um they're kind of overrating the fact that you know it's it's the West. Right. Like Lakers beat, you know, we got a couple wins on Rockets, Thunder, like just last year with nobody. Yeah, Thirty five wins. Yeah, and it's like we even beat Warriors once with just you know the young guys. So yeah. you get LeBron James, you're gonna beat Warriors once, maybe twice in the regular season. It yeah. won't mean much, but. And the big thing for me is just like you said, the West is stacked. I get that, but like stacked doesn't always mean that they're all amazing teams, right? right? right. So. My thing is, if you go down to like kind of the bottom tiers, the Wolves, Denver, uh, Spurs, Blazers, like I don't see any of these teams being better than a LeBron-led Lakers. And and look at the Wolves, for example. Like if you look at the game they played last year, they gave up 125 points to the Cavs with with Isaiah Thomas still on the team. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the game when LeBron didn't even, you know, chest bump him on the game winner. That was funny as hell, though. No, I mean this is to me the notion that they're not going to be good is funny. That's like whether a lot of haters out there. Whether you think they're going to be like the the two seed or the five seed, whatever. I I do find that notion like you said. It's crazy to think like oh they might be the nine seed to miss the playoffs. The thing is like I don't know what's seed, and I I really if you you know me I hate regular season NBA basketball because it's it's just like going through the motions and it's kind of a joke. But uh, like 
it doesn't matter what seed they are. As long as he's not the four seed he's, and avoids the Warriors in the second round, they'll be in the Western Conference Finals. Well, I got two quick questions for you. Yep. Both. Uh, one is um, who's better between Rockets and Thunder? And two, should Melo come off the bench for Rockets? Uh, the Rockets are better than the Thunder. The Rockets are better. Because uh, I think James Harden's better than Russell Westbrook, and I think Chris Paul's better than Paul George. Yeah. Wow. So Depending on health, for, too. You uh, guys don't even like the – I mean, Schroeder's going to be coming off the bench now. No, the Thunder are going to be good. I mean, they're going to be top – I think they're going to be better they're, than they're, last year. They're going to be the four or five seed, yeah. Okay. yeah. And the Jazz will be like the six seed. Because I think it's probably going to be – the top three are going to be Lakers, Rockets, Warriors – and they'll probably be like the Thunder, Spurs, Jazz, Jazz Wolves, Nuggets, lo- Blazers, Pelicans. God, the West is stacked. No, yeah, but here's the thing. I think Dame's getting traded at some point. Damian Lillard. Or C.J. McCollum. Yeah. Throughout okay. the year. And I also think Jimmy Butler's out. Okay. He's not going to finish that year. If he doesn't really like these guys. If he doesn't resign, they're going to have to let him go. Yeah, yeah. they're going to trade him to Lakers midseason. Okay. That could happen. See, that's another thing I was going to say. I don't know what this Laker team's really going to be like by February. So. I know. We all think it's done, but it doesn't necessarily No, LeBron James, we're going to have some trades. Yeah. You know? Maybe Dame says, like, you know, maybe the Blazers have done. Dame's like, trade me to LA. Right. What if they got up to a 9 and 17 start? Who? Blazers. They might. Yeah, I mean, they were the three seed last year, but they could also go. They could literally miss the playoffs this year. It's crazy in the West. Right. What's your, if you had to make one prediction from now? Just give me your one prediction on what seed they'd be. The Lakers? Like, yeah, if you, you don't know what the full roster is, obviously. But, like, what would be your guess around? Third seed. Yeah, I would also say third seed. Yeah, I guess. I yeah, mean, I'd say third seed also. So. Yeah, and, and then you guys like Melo coming off the bench? Uh, I don't think he should come off the bench. I say start him, but don't uh, – I don't think they should all play minutes together the whole yeah, game. That's start him, but then, like, with the rotation, give Melo some of his own time to just chuck up shots. Yeah, I, I – this – Bar like ancient barbaric way of Melo's head that starting is the most important thing in the world is like so weird to me. Does it really matter who starts a basketball game? I honestly like, think it does matter. Getting your name called in yeah, the beginning of the game. That's so ancient. Like Manu Ginobili came off the bench for multiple championship teams in his Hall of Famer. Like I feel like Carmelo should not be worried about getting his name called at the starting lineup and should be more worried about contributing and playing in the fourth quarter. Well, Carmelo's priorities have always been wrong. Since I know. It's a wrong yeah. priority. That's my point. But I do think it does make a little bit of a difference. I mean, imagine being a, okay, you're a host on this show. Imagine in 10 years, somebody's be like, yeah, you're only going to get 15 minutes on the show. Like, you've lost it. You'd kind of be like, yo, excuse me. What the fuck? Like, yeah, it's, just, it's just different. No, it's, it's not. No, no, it's not. Di- <laughs> yeah, that's it's the thing. different. So <laughs> I don't understand well, why no, we're no. always allowed to compare life. To basketball, but then when it doesn't work, then it's like, oh, no, we're not allowed to compare because life to basketball. Because we know what matters in basketball. Like, in basketball, what matters is the end of the game, the fourth quarter. No, but sometimes that's what matters true. is your morale in life and, like, in your profession. And, like, oh, sometimes true. coming off the bench sure. is hard to do when you're a superstar for a long time. I think you should come off the bench, too. Don't get me wrong. I'm right. just saying I get that there is probably some morale. There's some, like, some insecurities that happen if you're, like, all of a sudden you go from a superstar to, like, now I'm off the bench, like watching all these people, like right. just and, mentally. And, and I just feel like um, there's something about the perception in sports, especially like when you start coming off the bench, how they perceive you and look at you is a little different. Yeah, that's you know? why I'm, I think it's a wrong perception. It's well, yeah, the, yeah, I, I also think that's fans, that though, in the media, exactly. Yeah. I think the media drives that perception too. Like, well, let's drive. Wade started coming dri- off the bench, and now look, he's about to retire. Yeah, let's drive the you other know? side, though. Let's try. Like, yeah, I don't even think it's Melo's fault, too. I think it's really like the media yeah, also drives it. It's such yeah, a bad a thing point. to come off the bench. Exactly. So it's like, 
No, yeah, it's that's, not. That's and, very and, fair. And, then, and then you go into contract negotiations, and they use you coming off the bench to yeah, because you hold some dollars out of money. Yeah, no, exactly. that's fair. That's very fair. Very fair. But I just feel like it's a wrong way to think. No, that's fair. No, it is, but uh, I'm just. But it is the way we think. Playing devil, devil's advocate. Yeah. Speaking, of, speaking of coming off the bench, will Isaiah Thomas ever get a starting job? Oh yeah, yeah, he'll at next year. He'll Play like Denver go Nuggets? sign with no, he'll sign with like the Atlanta Hawks or like some, like the Phoenix Suns. I don't know some random ass team. Okay, yeah, start the Grizzlies. Yeah, probably. I don't think there's a place for a five eleven guy to start no more in NBA. If he uh, gets buckets next year, then maybe. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I feel that. It's all about getting buckets, but then again, maybe he'll enjoy. It. Maybe he has a better ego than Carmelo. It doesn't Maybe. seem like it because he also kind of he's like bring me the Brinks truck. I just want <laughs> I just want to see him get more than five million dollars. You know, I don't want to see him be paid the same amount as I think it was. Um, he's getting there's there's a lot of guys who are trash getting more money. Than oh, there's tons. I mean, yeah. Chandler Parsons makes like twenty years. I was gonna say Ken Baysmore. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's a lot of guys in this camp. These kind of guys. He deserves yeah. to be paid more, Ben. But that's that's the harsh reality of the league. And injuries. Yep. Um, all right. Claude. Thanks, my man. Maybe we'll Thank see you, you next week, me. too, here. Thank you for having me, fellas. Of course. Yep. Uh, this is episode. What episode was this? 456. 456. Thank you there. Wow. Uh, wow. Episode 456, <laughs> Sports on Tap. And you can uh, find us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook at Son Sports. You can find the podcast. If you listen live, you can find the podcast too. If you're listening to the podcast, by the way, you can also find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope live at 10 a.m. Monday through Friday Pacific time. But the podcast at Sound Sports on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, make follow, sure you subscribe. And, and follow Jay Claude on Twitter. Jay Claude oh, 28. Yep. I was just about to say that. At Jay Claude 28 on Twitter and Instagram. C L A U D E 28. Jay Claude. 28. Do it. It's on the shirt as well. On the shirt? It's on the shirt, J. Claude. Bring the shirt next week. Yeah, we'll do Uh, it. I like that. We'll uh, we'll try to set something up for next week, maybe next Tuesday as well. Uh, uh, The day after, it'll be a good Monday's Labor Day. Next Mm -hmm. Tuesday would be uh, back from the long weekend of new college football and stuff. Right. And I got to give you guys my Super Bowl predictions next week. I like that. I like that too. Stay tuned. And uh, anybody uh, listening to the podcast or watching live still, We'll try to maybe set up a pick'em league for like everybody, yeah. just like a free one even, just like a pick'em, just for the Sound Sports community. Exactly. All right, uh, we'll be back tomorrow at 10 a.m. for episode 457. Uh, this is Sports on Tap, and this is Sports Radio redefined. Hey. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. <laughs> And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.